Oh yes, I'm traveling down the highway in life. Oh yes, I'm traveling. You're listening to a podcast by Vicky yes, and the Keys Forever Team. I hope it's sure been a good one. Hey, we want to invite you to spend the next few minutes with us. The Keys Forever team wants to add joy and hope to your day. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the, how different Easter was this year, and I have a personal story to tell, so hope you'll forgive me for talking more than usual this time. Please stay tuned. So let me say I'm glad you're spending time with us today. You might actually wonder why we're still talking about Easter when it's way after the fact. And that's a good thing to wonder about. I find myself thinking about it because it was so unique. And that's why we're still mentioning it here. Hmm. It reminds me of the old Charles Dickens book, A Christmas Carol, or this movie Scrooge in the 70s that talks about Christmas's past. Hey, are we supposed to be talking about Easter? Oh, yes, but I blame the Christmas thoughts on the ridiculous cold weather we had just a couple of days prior to that Sunday. I mean, snow! Yeah, a bunch of real snow on April 16th. Bah humbug. Oh, yes, we were talking about Easter, weren't we? How about, let's sum it up by just saying the church stuff was all different because most of it was done online, or much of it was social media. Also, Easter meals weren't celebrated in the same manner. You just didn't have the same people with you, and things were just kind of all out of whack. But maybe some of you aren't even church attendees, but you still felt the marked difference because of the social distancing and just having to remain at home. Boy, isn't that the truth. There's something that's really on my mind that I want to share with you. I had a past Easter experience that is still so very vivid in my mind these many years later. It happened when I was in high school. I was raised going to church and I attended lots of different church camps growing up and we had a whole lot of fun and it was just uh, it was a great time. There were some serious talks too but this particular Easter Sunday though I found myself at church I was very disinterested and bored. I couldn't wait for the service to just be over I'd been thinking about whether any of this church stuff, or even if Jesus Christ was real, if he was a real deal, if he really existed like he said he did in the Bible and made those claims and all. I'd grown tired of my Christian life feeling like I was just playing church and I was sick of just feeling like, well, an actor. 
I knew I'd finish high school soon, and I wanted to have a taste of the real world with all its fun and achievements. I wasn't particularly interested in partying. I just wanted something more, something, well, something real. I had a great family and lots of good friends, but I knew there was more and I wanted it. And while I was in that church service, something caught my attention. What? Was it a boy? No, it was not. The pastor giving the sermon was suddenly disinterrupted by a man who just stood up and said right out loud, you don't really believe this stuff about Jesus rising from the dead now, do you? You know, history proves that he didn't really come back from the dead. And he kept just throwing aside any evidence that would seem to show Jesus to be alive. In fact, the ushers were going to remove him as a disruptor, but the pastor stopped them saying that he wanted to hear this guy out. So he stayed and they continued their discussion. I thought this pastor was done for, but he just kept refuting this guy's facts and arguments. It didn't last long and quite frankly, I don't remember the whole conversation. What I do remember is that this pastor finally stated he didn't want to have this day be the normal humdrum Easter service. Then so he had put this guy up to this seeming trap. Then the pastor talked about those in their seats and what they, or we, might have been thinking and feeling. I bought this trap completely. I knew that I was one of those who was just waiting for this disruptor to prove the pastor wrong and then I could secretly laugh and leave the service and go on my way. But that's not what happened. I knew in my whole being that God was talking right to me. I had heard all the stories of the Bible in detail, how Christ came to earth, grew up as an adult, then preached and taught about God's kingdom, claiming to be the Son of God. And he backed up his claims with signs and miracles. He died a criminal's death, having done nothing wrong, but then he came back from the dead and was seen on earth by lots of people and finally ascended up to heaven and someday he'll return to get those who belong to him. Well, yes, there's a real heaven and a real hell, but uh, we won't go into that now. And I had believed all that once. I didn't think it really now applied to me anymore. And on top of that, I was rooting for this disruptor guy with glee in my heart, wanting him to make a fool out of this pastor guy. God didn't talk to me in a voice I could hear with my actually physical ears, but I knew the words in my mind and heart were straight from him. I knew right then and there, if I was only the only person on earth who actually needed Jesus Christ to die for me so that I could be forgiven of any wrong and live with him in his heaven after life here was finished, he would have paid that price just for me, that horrible, cruel death on the cross, and he would have done it for me alone. It just wasn't humanly possible for me to save myself, and I knew it. I really came down to, was I going to admit that I needed salvation 
accept his offer of forgiveness and give him my life to do with as he chose? Or was I going to just stubbornly go on my own way and disregard his gift and claims on my life? Right then and there, I knew the answer. So I admitted my need for him and asked him to forgive and save me, and I gave him my life. I felt such an incredible peace and joy. I began my journey as a Christ follower. And I'd like to say that then we lived happily ever after, but truthfully, that's not exactly what happened either. One day, the grass began to look greener on the other side, and I just slipped away from that new life that I had. And I just wanted to taste what the world had to offer. And it just didn't satisfy. The important thing here is that God had his hand heavy on me, and I returned to him. And you know what? He took me back and restored me perfectly. Now, what kind of love is that? Amazing? Yes, it is. I've continued on as a Christian, never wanting to ever stray away again. During this COVID-19 battle, though, I don't believe things have been easy for any of us, but I just have honestly, I can't imagine going through it without having the presence of Jesus Christ in my life. He's with me forever and for always. I know his peace and joy right in the middle of all this, right in the middle of life. And you know, life can just be messy sometimes. I don't know who you are out there. What I know is this, that you don't have to live life on your own. Nobody could have expected events and circumstances which we now face to be what they are. But if you're tired of doing life alone, you don't have to be socially distant and eternally distant from the one who knows the most about you and yet loves you the very most. Maybe you once lived as a Christian, but now you're just not sure. The good news is that you can return the same way you left by tracing your, retracing your steps. I haven't shared any scripture or much Bible stuff per se in this podcast, like previous uh, podcasts and episodes, but I had a story to tell. And let me say that there's another story in the Bible in the New Testament book of Luke chapter 15 about this guy who had a son who chose to go and live life on his own. And when he came to himself and realized his big mistake, he retraced his steps and came back to his home to his father with a different attitude and outlook. And as he neared his father's house, his dad came running out to meet him and gave him a welcome home like he never could have dreamt of. Plus, he gave him a big, giant hug. And there's way more to that story. If you need there to be way more to your story, the starting place of the more to your story is to begin a fresh, personal relationship with Jesus Christ as your Savior. I will say... Thanks for being with us, and I hope the podcast benefited you today. Come back soon.
Drop an email to us at keysforever at comcast.net for more information. And by the way, we'd love to have your feedback. The Keys team is out of here. Until next time, remember, God loves you as you travel down your highway of life.